0: flaws, none needed, we were going to get there eventually, we're here. What the hell is going on with this guy? <laughs> now, I don't know if he's if he's just a bit of a dick, or if it's just like a, like a Dallas Cowboys thing.
1: And that could be taken a bunch of different ways. That's (laughs) just...
0: What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fantasy Football Champs Podcast. This is your host, Mark, along here with AJ. What's up, everybody? Welcome back.
1: Got another great episode for you, another community mock draft breakdown. Let's get into it.
0: Yep. now, this one was a ton of fun. We did a 12-team half-point PPR, two running back, three wide receiver draft. Uh, we did a four-point passing touchdown, so pretty basic, pretty standard. I know a few of you guys reached out. Now, we kept this one strictly to the Facebook community. So if you guys want in when we do these Facebook community mock drafts, make sure you guys are going ahead and you're following us on there. And all you got to do if you want to join up with us over there, it's just go on Facebook, go into your groups. You probably already got, got about three or four groups. I mean, what's one more? just search up fantasy football champs podcast and you will find us and that's where you'll be able to keep up to date that's probably the best way to keep up to date with everything that's going on with the show so make sure you guys get over there and we'll try to get all you guys to have a turn in these mock drafts but they fill up quickly and we have quite a community over there pretty knowledgeable guys
1: yeah i agree it's uh for the guys in our mock drafts and the guys in our group, I mean, they definitely know what they're doing. So it's it's nice to, you know, chat with them and, you know, bounce ideas off each other. It's, it's been pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, we're definitely off to a good start over there. Now, before we get into breaking down the mock draft, AJ, are you aware that for five seconds of your day, you could potentially win an autographed Saquon Barkley jersey? That sounds going good to be true. Well, guess what? It is 100% true. Sure. All you guys got to do, if you want to be entered into the sweepstakes to win a 100% authentic, autographed Saquon Barkley jersey, all you got to do is just go on Apple Podcast, leave us a five star review, and then you're entered. And once we have 55 star reviews, we'll give away the jersey to one lucky fan. So I mean, it takes two seconds. I mean, come on, you guys can do that. We have, we have more, we have more subscribers to the show than we have reviews right now. So if you do the math, we should be, we should have gave it away already. So you guys still have a chance if you want to, if you want to get in there for a chance to win that. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Just
1: go in there, drop a five star review, and uh, have a little, you know, a little drawing. See who wins it. I mean, it's not the only thing. We're gonna give away. It's just taking a while to get the first one off our hands. So, go out there and drop a review.
0: Yeah, it's, it's true. We uh, I posted on the Facebook group and on the Twitter and the Instagram, actually, all three of them. I just we just got in this beautiful Tyler Boyd USA edition autographed jersey thing. Is it's beautiful. It's one of the nicest jerseys I ever seen, and that could potentially be giving away. But it's taken a while to get the Saquon off our hands, and we're not gonna uh, we're gonna ride with it until we get those fifty five stars. So you guys make sure we uh, make sure we get those reviews in. Yeah, get out there and do it. Okay, so if you want to follow us on Twitter, very easy at champs underscore podcast. We also have an Instagram. That is uh, fantasy underscore champs. So make sure you guys are following us. And we're trying to grow all three of the social medias. So make sure you guys are getting over there and giving us a hand with that. And uh, yeah, before we uh, break down the spot, let's get into a little bit of news because this is a big one. This is a big one, guys. So Ezekiel Elliott, surprise, surprise, ding, ding, ding. Ezekiel Elliott is in the news again. Who would have thought? Yeah, well, you don't know how I feel about Zeke. Like I said before,
1: I'm a character guy. Now, not only is the guy he shoved about the press charges, Zeke is also saying he's going to hold out if he doesn't get a contract. So, I mean, this guy, at this point, he may be off my board entirely, which is crazy because I know he's such a great, great athlete, great player. He's a guy going in the top two picks. Uh, he might be off my board.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to jump to that yet. I'm still taking Zeke number one overall. If we're if we're drafting today, I mean, I I can. I guess I can kind of. Now, if anyone should have a problem with this, it should be all those Le'Veon Bell owners from last year. Like this should be like like post traumatic stress right now. Like like we can't go through this again. We went through it with Bell. We can't do it with Zeke. Like. Like well, me. Here, let me let me jump in here, though. So you are one of
1: those guys. You are a guy that took Le'Veon Bell last year. Am I wrong?
0: Yeah, right? I took, yeah, I took him way too much last year.
1: So why would you take Zeke if he's going to put you through the same shit? You have control of who you draft. You don't have to draft this guy just because he's number one on every board. There's other options out there. Like, Saquon is not holding out. He may be on a trash team but he's not holding out, and he's going to put up numbers. Zeke, there's always, oh, like, a black cloud hanging over this dude's head. And, it's like, there's always something. That it's, it, you never not hear Zeke's name in the news. Like, something's got it, – it's, it's so frustrating that I don't even consider owning him
0: in any fantasy league. Yeah, but, see, I feel like I feel like there's a pretty big difference in, in just the Pittsburgh Steelers staff. And the cowboy staff. I feel like if once Jerry Jones realizes that Zeke is gonna hold out, because right now right now it's all low key under the table. Right now it's it's private and he said he's planning on holding out. So it's still it's still being kept in house except for this little leak that happened. Now, I think Jerry Jones, if he's like, Oh, my star running back on America's team wants more money, I feel like Jerry Jones will cough it up and I just I don't see it being that long of a holdout. I don't think he's going to miss any time. Like I said, Jerry Jones is pretty loose with the wallet, so I think he's going to make his guy happy. And that's why I'm still taking Zeke, number one. And I mean, if if in drafts, if this lingers into the preseason, then I feel like I might back off of that a little bit. If it's starting to look like he's definitely going to miss some time, then the Le'Veon Bell flashes will come back, and I might just jump ship and say, get the fuck away from me. But right now, um, I still get him number one he's too talented the offense is good great offensive line and he's still my number one
1: uh, I don't know I know Jerry Jones is loose with his wallet but at the same time you know Zeke's gonna want a ton of money and is he is he worth it obviously he's worth it from a skill standpoint but from an off the field issue management standpoint is he worth throwing all your money into somebody? That's just going to keep staying in the news and get in trouble and doing just stupid stuff. Is it worth it to break the bank on somebody
0: like that? Like you, I don't know. I'm not a Zeke guy. Let's just move on. Yeah, see, cause, for example, I think it is worth it. I mean, the dude doesn't really have any health issues. He's been healthy his three years in the, in the league. And but, he's... But, all right,
1: all right, all right. He's been healthy his three years in the league. But how many games has he
0: missed? Yeah, but I mean that's that was that's suspension wise. Like he's not as far as we know, it doesn't it is- matter. Miss, missed games
1: are missed games. If he's gonna be a friggin' idiot and miss time anyway, you might as well be injured. You know what I mean? Like either way you're still up the field. Either way your team is gonna lose games if you're not suiting up and playing. He needs to get his shit together and then he'll get a contract he deserves. But if he's gonna keep acting like a child, he's, they're not gonna give
0: him all that money. See, I think Jerry Jones is going to give him the money regardless. That's the thing. Well, Jerry Jones isn't isn't that bright either, so he might. Who knows, man. It,
1: it's the Cowboys. You know, it's in our intro, right? The Cowboys are known for doing stupid things. I mean, the best thing they ever did was build up that offensive line, and then it's like they didn't know what to do once they got the protection. I don't know. Either way, Zeke has to smarten up. And uh, I think then, you know, when he deserves that big contract, because obviously he's a great player, I could keep saying, but it's just off the field. You're a professional athlete now. you got to smart
0: up. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that's going to do it for the news. I mean, there really isn't much, but we had to get into that one because with such a big-name player like that, you definitely got to watch it carefully. Now... Let's get right into the mock draft. Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to go in order. If I get any of these names wrong, AJ, feel free to correct me because I have it pulled up on my phone, so some of the names are cut off. It looks like picking number one was Humphrey. Yep. Okay, so Humphrey won. John Solo in the two spot. He was in the last draft, I remember him. AJ, you took three spot. Yellow Mike took four. I remember he hopped into the last one also. I had the five spot. We had Matt at six. We had Moore at seven. Going for for Ships, I believe, was number eight. I believe he was in the last one. A. Brow had the nine pick. Benzino had 10. Uh, I can't see the 11. It looks like GoHead. ahead. Go ahead. Alright, so go GoHead had 11, and I can't see who had the 12. Dr. Dynamo. Dr. Dynamo. I am just going to call him the doctor. The doctor. Okay, so what, how we're going to break this down is we're going to read off the picks round by round, and then we're going to go back and we're going to pick a pick or two that we thought could have been great value, maybe it was a reach, maybe it was just unexpected, and then at the end of the round-by-round breakdown, we're going to go back and we're going to break down everyone's team, how it was uh, structured, and then we'll, uh, we're going to pick what teams we think are the strongest, and we're going to pick what teams uh, could use some work, and we're going to call out some of the weaknesses. So, without further ado, here we go. First pick, the afferm- afferm- named. am I saying that right? I don't know. I don't think so, really. Anyway, number one was Zeke. Then, followed up by Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey to you, no surprise, Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Melvin Gordon, and Joe Mixon. AJ, go back, look at that round, and you tell me if, if anything looked out of the ordinary, anything that you really liked, anything you didn't like the first the first round is pretty much the status quo it's usually like the same 12 guys so is there anything that kind of stood out to you uh
1: you know there was a couple things well for one I'm I'm pleased I got McCaffrey at three obviously um I like you picking David Johnson obviously you know those are two guys I'm very 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 high on Le'Veon going at six I think he's going to continue to move up draft boards because I think he he's going to be just fine uh, one thing I do I do want to mention, though, is Melvin Gordon falling to the 11th spot. Obviously, with the holdout looming over his head and all that. That was interesting for me to see him go in the first round still. I mean, obviously, he's too good of a talent, and it's so early. We don't really know how long the holdout's going to last. I personally think Melvin Gordon has a better chance of signing a contract than Zeke. But that's just my take. Uh, but yeah, Gordon going 11. That that right there could be the steal of draft,
0: or one of the steals of draft. Yeah, no, that that's a really good pick. I'm not I'm not afraid of Melvin Gordon at all. I think the Chargers are smart enough to get this kid a contract. He's been too good for them, and he's such a big part of the offense. I don't blame him for wanting a new contract. So that's definitely if you can get him at the end of the first round, that is a spectacular value. All right, so let's get into the second round now. At the two one. Travis Kelsey goes first pick of the second round to the Joe Mixon owner. I, I don't think, out of all the mocks I've done, I don't think I've seen a Joe Mixon-Travis Kelsey back-to-back before, so that was interesting. So after Kelsey, it goes Todd Gurley, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nick Chubb, James Conner, Damian Williams, Odell Beckham at the 2-7, Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, and Antonio Brown, and we're going to end it off with T.Y. Hill. So what do you think about this one?
1: Uh, this round, this round was interesting. I think Matt taking Beckham at the two seven. I think that is pretty. That's pretty good value right there for for Beckham. Uh, me personally, I think I would have took Beckham over Juju, but I mean, you know, they're both great receivers. Uh, I like Nick Chubb going pretty high here, uh, but I think for me, for Go Head right at the eleven spot. To, to take a risk on Melvin Gordon, extreme high upside risk there, right? And then returning with Todd Gurley, I had that same combo in a 10-team in a league last year. A 10-team, this is 12. I had that same combo last year, and as long as those two guys were healthy and on the field, I was steamrolling through people. So that right there is a hell of a two-headed monster running back, barring
0: injury and if the contract gets resolved. Yeah, it's it's definitely very risky right now, but if those two guys play like uh, play to their potential, then that's going to be the scariest running back core in the league. We'll we'll see in a little bit if he's able to fill out his wide receivers to go with the, the double running backs there. But I definitely like I definitely like it. I mean, go ahead. He's he's putting his nuts on the table, and he's like, I'm going for it. So, um, a couple of things: Matt taking Odell at the two seven. I was absolutely shocked that Odell fell to the 2-7. I feel like he should be going, like, at the end of the first round, maybe very early second. So him going at the 2-7 is spectacular. Now, he went Bell at the 1. So Bell, I mean, he's a little risky. I think Odell's really safe. That could potentially be a great 1-2 punch there. Um, I took Dalvin Cook at 2-8. I mean, a lot of people, like, a lot of people around the fence with Dalvin Cook. I mean, he could easily finish a top-12 running back, or he could or he could just get hurt, and who knows how many games he's going to play. So that's a bit of a risky pick, man, at the 2-8 for a potential top-12 running back. I think that was a really good pick there. Um, then, I mean, Antonio Brown went kind of late at the two eleven, but nothing uh, nothing too crazy in this round. Definitely the highlight for me was the Odell at 2-7. I feel like that was the best value on the board by a lot, actually. Now let's get right into the third round. Third round goes Keenan Allen, A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, Javante Freeman, George Kittle, Carrion Johnson, Derrick Henry, Zach Ertz, Adam Thielen, and Stefan Diggs, the two Minnesota boys going back-to-back. What do you think? Uh, third round, I think
1: uh, I think John Solo pairing up Antonio Brown and A.J. Green in the second and third round, that's a hell of a freaking duo at receiver. Uh, I took Amari Cooper this year. I'm um, I'm comfortable Cooper being my wide receiver one. I think he's gonna put up wide receiver one numbers. Um, I almost took Marlon Mack over Cooper just to have a three hit a monster running back, but McCaffrey and Fournette I feel is strong enough, and I could you know take a risk. And I wanted to get a receiver, so that's why Marlon Mack fell to you. Missed 17 touchdowns. I'm not happy about that. Um, <laughs> I'm not on the Kittle train. I'm just not with it. Uh, I know you put up phenomenal numbers, but I'm just—I don't know. It's gonna take me some time to get with the Kittle. Um, yeah. So Kittle, I'm not—you know—it's what it, it what it is. People like tight ends. Uh, Zach Ertz—that it was, you know, another tight end going off. But other than that, I mean, yeah, you have the two Viking receivers
0: going back to back at the end. Not a bad third round. Not not bad at all. Um, Matt again. De Freeman at the 3-6. That could potentially be great. It could potentially be catastrophic. So, He's showing that he's not afraid to take some risks with his team structure so far. I Like you addressed, I did take Marlon Mack, so I did start off with the three-headed monster at running back with David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, and Marlon Mack. I would feel absolutely stellar about having that three-headed monster at running back if this was a real one. We'll see how the wide receivers turn out later, but aside from that, I think the third round Pretty much the status quo. George Kittle, Zach Ertz, both going in the third. They usually don't make it out of the third. So I think that's, uh, it all looks pretty standard so far. So let's hop right into the fourth round. We kick off the fourth round with Brandon Cooks, followed up by Tyree Hill, Josh Jacobs, Julian Edelman, Chris Carson, Patrick Mahomes going at 4'6", David Montgomery, Robert Woods, Kenyon Drake, Sony Michelle, Kenny Galladay, and Tyler Lockett. All right, break it down for me.
1: All right, well, you know, Sony Michelle obviously was going to land on my team because that's just how every single mock draft goes. Uh, so Sony would be my flex. Uh, Kenny Drake, I like flexed out for Yellow Mike. So he's got Kamara, Aaron Jones, and Drake starting. That's not bad. You got your boy Robert Woods. Uh, I know Matt was upset that Mahomes got sniped right before him because I think Matt may be the only person on the planet that thinks highly, more highly of uh, Mahomes than me. Uh, and then I like the Edelman pick, Tyreek Hill going in the fourth. Now that we, we know the suspension, you know, it's not going to be that drastic. So, uh, yeah, another solid round. Who'd you go with? There? You went with, uh, oh, yeah, Rob Woods there. So, that, yep. yeah, yeah, no, it was pretty, pretty good fourth round.
0: Yeah, no, it was, uh, again, pretty uh, pretty standard stuff. I don't think anyone was surprised when he took Sony Michelle at 4'10". Um, now, uh, it was funny because – Now, as you guys know, for those of you that haven't joined our community mox yet, the the chat is absolutely popping through the whole thing. Everyone's very active and communicating, so uh, Matt made it known that Patrick Mahomes was his guy and he got sniped one before, so that was pretty enjoyable. And then I feel like he tried to take it out on me by taking my guy, David Montgomery, one pick before me, but... The joke is on him because I already had three running backs at that point, so I wasn't going to go Montgomery there, so take that. Um, not Ty- Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill going 4-2. To be honest with you, when we did the draft, I kind of forgot about Tyreek Hill with the suspension being four or less games potentially. If I would have had that in my mind, that uh, I could have looked to maybe take him a little earlier on my team. So that was I think that was a pretty sneaky pick. I think some people were sleeping on him. I like Kenny and Drake. I'm a little surprised Kenny and Drake went before Sony Michelle. But I mean they, they went back to back. So pretty uh pretty standard stuff, I think. Interesting, Josh Jacobs went at the four three. Um it just came out recently that he did finally sign the contract. So there should be no issues with him going forward, which is good. Uh, Let's hop into the fifth round now We've got Cooper Cup, Mike Williams, DJ Moore Calvin Ridley and Chris Godwin Isn't that funny? We did a poll On the Facebook and Twitter And it was three receivers It was DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley, Chris Godwin Who do you like? And all three of those wide receivers went back to back To back 5-3, 5-4, 5-5 I didn't even notice that until right now That's pretty funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't notice it until I was reading it off. I was like, those are the three guys we did the poll question on because those are the three guys that are clumped together. They actually got clumped together in this one. One, two, three. Okay, so uh, after those three receivers, it was Andrew Luck, Tyreek Cohen, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. So we had a nice little quarterback run in this round, followed up by Jarvis Landry, Phillip Lindsay, and Mark Ingram at the 512. See, I uh, I
1: almost considered taking Ingram over Sony. That's how highly I think of Ingram also this year. Uh, but I let it slide. I, I kind of did a homer pick, took Sony. Uh I love my D.G. Moore pick. Again, I'm very high in D.G. Moore. I'm totally fine with him being a wide receiver, too, for me. But, yeah, that's funny with, you know, Moore, Ridley, and Godwin going right next to each other. And then Mike Williams, too, is another. He's a second-year receiver, prime for a, a big year. So uh, I like the Mike Williams pick. Uh, Terry Cohen, I, I feel like Terry Cohen Terry Cohen is uh he's almost getting forgotten a little bit because of Montgomery and people like you know hyped on Montgomery, but Cohen's a beast too. so I think his value right now is pretty decent. Uh, yeah, the nice little run at uh, quarterback too. still too early for me to take one unless it's Mahomes but
0: yeah, what what you think see uh, i'm I'm different than you with Cohen i'm I'm totally out on Cohen. I'm not going to have any Cohen shares, uh, this year at all. I'm, I'm, I'm the David Montgomery guy. Hello. My name is Mark. I love David Montgomery. And I think that Cohen is going to be, I think he, his role is going to be reduced slightly. I, he's because David Montgomery is like, ah, oh man, I said this a million times. You guys are probably get sick of it. But David Montgomery is a way better all around running back than what Jordan Howard was. So Terry Cohen doesn't need to be on the field to take all the passing duties like he did with Howard so I'm off on Cohen especially in the fifth round uh, or the sixth round I should say uh, I'd rather go somewhere else uh, the Philip Lindsay mark Ingram going next to each other I thought that was pretty interesting I'm I'm much higher on Ingram than Lindsay but I understand the Lindsay pick I mean he was great last year and he was kind of like uh he was like the free agent fine for running backs I mean if you picked him up, you started him most weeks for the rest of the season. So, um, no, it's just, I thought it was funny. The round started off with five wide receivers, and the three that we've been talking about were all grouped together. Of course, you took DJ Moore. That's your guy. Yellow Mike took Ridley. I'm pretty sure Yellow Mike likes Ridley, and I'm the Chris Godwin guy. So it's funny. We all s- stuck to our word and took our guys in a row. So <laughs> that was pretty awesome. But unfortunately, for you guys, I got the best receiver out of the three. Um, (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into the sixth round now. We got Tevin Coleman, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Miller. Lamar! Lamar! Darius Geis going at 6'4". Jesus Christ. O.J. Howard, James White, Tyler Boyd. And then we get a nice little tight end run. And I'm just going to go right over it. I'm not going to make any comments. I'm going to hold it deep down. I'm going to bottle it in. I'm gonna drink my sorrow away because something happened that no one expected. Ready for this? <laughs> it goes Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, and AJ, why don't you tell the people who you took?
1: The number one fantasy tight end in the 2019 season.
0: Jared Cook, baby, let's go. <laughs> Followed up by Rashad Penny and Alshon Jeffries. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take this round over, motherfucker. I'm starting off, okay? It made, me, it made me so happy, and it just felt so good to know that the community out there has been listening to the show diligently, and you know how I know that? Because of the chat, when I saw you took Jared Cook, I think one pick went by, and I was like, I can't let him off the hook. I need to make a comment. I popped open the chat, and about seven people already made comments on Jared Cook, so I was so proud of you guys.
1: Yeah, well, listen... We'll see who gets the last laugh, all right? Real quick, all right? You mentioned the last round started off with five receivers, right? Yeah. Now, looking at these teams real quick, I'm noticing Humphrey has now five receivers. That is quite a bit for me. Uh, taking Jeffrey... In that round I mean he's super deep a receiver right now uh, But yeah Just to break down the rest of the round all right. Jared Cook I mean come on I'm not even going to get into it You guys already know how I feel Jared Cook is the man this year uh, The only other guy I would have took If Cook wasn't there Would probably Hunter Henry But he went before me So I'm fine with Cook uh, I like the Tyler Boyd pick by Matt that's, that's some depth right there Receiver To go along with Odell and Boyd is a Boyd's a monster. Uh, James White's a good pick. Geis Geis is like Geis is like the mystery man right now because, for me, like seeing him seeing what he could do in a short little burst last preseason against us, he looked pretty good. He looked powerful. He looked shifty. Like he looked like a the next good running back. And then he tore the his heel and now it's coming out that he he messed up his hamstring which that's not a, a, an easy injury to get over if you're a running back or a receiver. So that's a little scary. Maybe that's why they signed Peterson back because they know this guy gets hurt a lot. Um, Lamar Miller, I feel like it's kind of the forgotten man. I know I'm a Dante Foreman guy, but I mean, Lamar Miller still produces. So that's not bad for Messina right there. Um, yeah, not a bad round, but Jerry Cook, I mean, come on. How many more times I got to pick
0: this guy? I just hope that one of these mock drafts I just hope that one of the community members just fucking snipes him from me just to piss you off <laughs>
1: as long as it's a mock draft I don't care it'll be okay
0: <laughs> okay uh for me uh Matt like Boyd Pick um A Brow with the guys. uh I'm out on guys running it's just it, they just they just linger fucking linger and uh, and he hasn't, he hasn't proved it. He looked good in preseason, but I'm going to stay away. Lamar Miller, I mean, I'm, that's like the, like just running as fast as you can into a tree, and that's how you feel about drafting Lamar Miller. Um, okay, let's just get right into the seventh round. Now, it goes Dante Pettis, Latavius Murray, Sammy Watkins, Robbie Anderson, Allen Robinson, Eric Ebron, uh, Christian Kirk, Sterling Shepard, David Njoku, Matt Ryan, Daryl Henderson, and Will Fuller. All right, so as I said
1: previously, Humphrey picked another receiver. He picked Dante Pettis. Now, Pettis is a high upside guy, but just looking at that team real quick, I know we're going to break down each team individually. All right? He has six receivers and one runabout through seven rounds. That one running back happens to be Zeke. Now, say Zeke holds out, or Zeke gets in trouble, you take him out of the equation. That could be very bad. Uh, (laughs) That that is very bad
0: place. That's how you get last place in the league.
1: That yeah, but I mean yeah, it's an interesting. It's a very interesting strategy. Uh, He mentioned it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, I think that's a tough strategy though. It's kind of like you're digging yourself a hole that I wouldn't want to dig out of, uh, Latavius Murray. I mean, he's going to have a, he's going to have a decent role in new Orleans, but I'm, I think Mario is going to really take over that whole thing. Uh, I took Sammy Watkins. I took Sammy Watkins just purely as an upside guy and somebody's going to have to step up when Tyreek is facing the suspension. So I like Sammy Watkins, Robbie Anderson, yellow take taking Robbie Anderson there. Robbie Anderson is a good receiver, and I noticed that in uh, this mock draft, the rosters are set up starting three receivers. So, I mean, Robbie Anderson being his third receiver, that's not too bad. Same thing with uh, you; you took Allen Robinson as your third guy. Um, you know that I don't know. I mean, Sterling Shepard, Joku, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is like the most slept-on fantasy quarterback like ever. It's ridiculous, but I like him going in this round. Uh, and one thing I definitely want to bring up is go ahead. He's got Melvin Gordon and Ty Gurley. And what do you do? he got Daryl Henderson. So that was a very, very smart pick right there. sure up the handcuff for Gurley. Um, yeah. What would you think of the round?
0: Yeah, no. Um, it was really smart to go ahead to take uh, Henderson when he did. That was a really good pick. He, it was a necessary pick for his team. Benzino with the Matt Ryan. I was hoping I could get Matt Ryan a little later because, like you said, people have been sleeping on him hard. So I was hoping to get Matt Ryan later, but he pulled the trigger on him there. I am not mad at that. Um, I'm out on Sterling Shepard going for ships. I just, I'm just i not a Sterling Shepard guy this year. Um, Christian Kirk, uh, the pick by Moore at the 7-7. I'm not a big Kirk guy either. But, I mean, it's not bad. He could be okay. Matt Lavoie took Eric Ebron. That's his guy. He loves Eric Ebron. Um, I noticed that, I think, the last three rounds, me, you, and Yellow Mike, we've been sandwiched together, and we've done very similar things. We all went uh, wide receivers in the sixth. We all went tight ends in the seventh, and we all went back to wide receiver at eight. So, that's pretty funny. We, We have a similar draft strategy. From our, from our positions, then Latavius Murray. I mean, that's not bad. He'll have some standalone value, but John Solo. When we talk about your team as a whole, I think the RB two might come up. Now, let's get into the uh, to the next round. Now Humphrey finally takes the second running back, Lashawn McCoy at 8-12 followed up by Curtis Samuel's Nikhil Harry. Miles Sanders, Ronald Jones, Marquez Valdez Scanlink, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Fitzy, Jordan Howard, Vance McDonald, and Royce Freeman. Uh, yeah,
1: so Humphrey getting McCoy as his RB2, that is uh, a little sketchy. Uh, I took Nikhil Harry simply as just an upside guy. Um, you know, uh, you got your boy Ronald Jones. Valle's uh, scalding is a very good pick by Matt uh, Corey Davis. Corey Davis is a guy that's kind of on, on on my radar right now, and I, I, I want to like this guy. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's got decent hands. You know, it's like, but it's just like that offense isn't working for him. So I want to see him do well. So he's kind of on my radar. I'm going to keep a close eye on him in preseason, see what if you know he improves at all. Uh, Jordan Howard. I like that pick. I think Jordan Howard could definitely be flexed out this year. Um, Royce Freeman. People are kind of up on Royce Freeman a little bit lately. You know, just the fact that Lindsey's a smaller back. And it seems like he's kind of injury prone, so Royce could end up taking maybe that spot over. Or if not, he's gonna. You know, he might get forced into the into the spot. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, what do you think of, about that round?
0: Uh, there was some interesting picks. I think Humphrey having Shady McCoy as your RB2, uh, I would be panicking. I'd be hoping you could put together a wide receiver package to upgrade that spot because I think just about everybody in the planet is off McCoy this year. Um, these took Nikhil Harry. That's a fine upside pick. Same thing with Yellow Mike, uh, with the Miles Sanders. I mean, I could. I probably would have went Howard over Sanders, but I understand taking the rookie there. I took the big homie R.J. 2 Ronald Jones the second. Uh, this was strictly just a, a flyer, a stash, an upside pick. He's my fourth running back, so that's just a pick to see if he can turn into the guy over there. Bad took Marquez Valdez. That's a good pick. I really like Valdez. Um, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Fitzgerald. Uh, between the three, I probably would have taken Marvin Jones. Um, Vance McDonald. He's a big time sleeper tight end for me. I like Vance and Royce Freeman. I mean, that's another that's another uh, upside play right there by the Doctor. All right, so let's get right into the next round here. Uh, Okay, so the next round goes Damian Harris, Carlston Wentz, uh, Dante Foreman, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, Corton Sutton, Jarek McKinnon, D.D. Westbrook, Adrian Peterson, Geronimo Allen, uh, Geronimo Allison, sorry, D.J. Metcalf, and Kyler Murray. D.K. Metcalf.
1: D.K. Metcalf is a very high upside guy. I like him. Uh, I'm not totally sold on that offense. For receivers but I don't know we'll see uh, see I, I took I took Dante Foreman here I, again if you listen you know to the podcast and stuff but uh, I'm a Dante Foreman guy I think he's gonna do well this year but I will say I was about to wait on Foreman and just take Cam and uh, and I, I eventually was like yeah you know what I'll probably get Cam on the way back to my next pick it didn't work cause Cam went two picks later so I kind of missed out on the quarterback I was hoping to get in the next round, um, by you, right? You know, which makes it even sweeter. You took Cam on me. Um, Cortland Sutton—they're saying now he's going to be the possibly receiver one in Denver. So that's another good pick by Matt. Uh, D.D. Westbrook, another guy with high upside. He's probably going to be the one over there. Adrian Peterson with Geis out, but uh, a Brow took Guys and Peterson. So that was smart. He basically, he basically took it. He, he might take his handcuff before his actual running back in that, in that situation, because I think Peterson's probably going to get most of the work over there now with this guy's in, uh, injury history. Uh, Yeah, you know, Kyle Murray. I was hoping Murray would follow me too, but nope. Both the, uh, both the quarterbacks I wanted went before me, so
0: you know, it happens. What do you think? I thought it was a pretty good round. I think Damian Harris went too early at the 9-1. I feel like that was just Humphrey trying to make up for the uh, the lost cause at running back that he had. Carlson Wentz, uh, he's been rising up draft boards, so that's a pretty good pick by John Solo. If Wentz can stay healthy this year, I mean, there's no reason why he doesn't have top-five potential. You took Foreman. I think you took Foreman too early. You probably should have took Cam there. Yellow Mike took Breeze. Um, I'm surprised he took Breeze over Cam, to be honest, because Breeze, I mean, Cam Newton is just... Like I said, we, we went over the quarterback show, and the statistics showed that when Cam Newton stays on the field with his rushing and his touchdown potential, the dude's like a lock for a top four quarterback every year he's on the field. So I was kind of surprised to see Breeze went over Cam, and I wasn't complaining about that because I was able to get Cam right after. Um, Sutton, pretty decent pick. I'm, I'm not really sold on Sutton. I don't think he's... Uh, like he has the big frame. I'm just not sold on the talent. You need like a lot of talent to be a good receiver in this league. I'm not sure he has it. Uh McKinnon by Moore, great flyer pick. Um Adrian Peterson, I mean if he's gonna if he can get the gig and if he can kind of repeat what he did last year, that's gonna be solid. Metcalf by go ahead was a great flyer. Kyler Murray, I like a lot by the doctor. All right, let's get right into the next round. Justin Jackson goes at the ten one. Followed up by Golden Tate, Kareem Hunt, Sean Jackson, Jalen Samuels, Kiki QT, Alexander Madison, Dante Moncrief, Anthony Miller, Tommy Terrific, Trey Burton, and Carlos Hyde.
1: Um, well, one, thing, one name that pops off the list for me is Kareem Hunt. I think he's not even draftable. I think he isn't going to have a role on that team. So, Kareem Hunt, I mean, I guess at this point in the draft, you can take him, but, I mean, really, Nick Chubb is a way better running back, in my opinion. Um, Deshaun Jackson, the sneaky good value right there. Um, Kiki, I I love the Kiki pick. He's a guy that's, you know, rising up on my draft board. Uh, Now, Matt kind of boned you here. He took your handcuff for Dalvin Cook. He took Matt Madison. So, I mean, if you go back and look at the other uh, mock episode, I, I, I typically take Alexander Madison, a lot of these drafts, uh, late just for the reason devil Cook gets hurt every year. So that was a smart pick by Matt. Uh, Moncrief, you took Moncrief, that's good because he's basically the number number two over there in Pittsburgh. Uh, Miller, same thing. He's the number two in uh, Chicago. Now, like I said about the last round, I wanted Cam or Kyler just to have that pass brush. Combo at quarterback I got all pass and no rush With Tom Brady But you know I'm fine with Brady Being my receiver uh, My uh, quarterback Obviously You know Patriots fan Uh, The Carlos Hyde pick Is good Uh, I was higher On Carlos Hyde A couple weeks ago But now hearing Andy Reid Saying that He wants Williams To be the guy Uh, I'm kind of Coming down on Hyde A little
0: bit But uh, I don't know We'll see What you think uh, the cream hunt. I mean, again, I don't think he's going to be useful this season. If this was, if this was a, uh, a league that was going to be like a, a keeper league and we were going to keep it going forward, then that would obviously be a great pick because you could use the keeper on him and stash him for a redraft or just a mock. I don't really think he's going to be very useful. Deshaun Jackson, Abra, ten four. Love Deshaun Jackson this year. I think he's the perfect late round guy, super boomer bust, but. I feel like there'll be a good amount of booms this year back in Philly with Wentz. Uh, Kiki QT going to 10-6. I like that value. Uh, Matt with the Alexander Madison pick. I wasn't that I wasn't that mad at it yet. Dalvin Cook is a big-time injury risk, but to be honest, Madison wasn't really on my radar for this one because I really wanted to work on my wide receivers because I had that three-headed monster at the running back. But, again, that was a sneaky pick, and if he did that intentionally, that would be pretty douchey. Now – I took Moncrief at ten eight. I like Moncrief a lot this year. Now, he's getting a ton of hype right now, so I feel like in, in the coming weeks or months when your drafts start happening, I feel like Moncrief might be up higher than the 11th round. But for now, uh, take him while you can get him late because he has a lot of potential. Trey Burton, he killed me last year. Now, I'm pretty sure he finishes the top 10 tight end still. But I had such high hopes for him in that offense over there. John Solo taking Trey Burton here. It could be, it could be a pretty good tight end pick, but he was a nightmare to roster last year. Humphrey with the Carlos Hyde. Again, I feel like he's really trying to piece together his running backs now. Um, I'm in a similar boat to you. I was high I was higher on Hyde a couple weeks ago. But now it's getting to the point now it's like, all right, can we keep ignoring All this uh, Damian Williams talk Now because everything Is talking about how this kid is going to be the guy And we know Andy Reid When Andy Reid likes running one Running back and Williams shows that he can Williams shows that he can catch the ball So I mean eventually We're going to have to I think we might have to Swallow the pill and be like okay Williams Might be the guy And maybe we need to show him a little respect I'm not sure yet at this point uh, I might be coming off of Hyde Altogether now I don't know Think about, think about Andy Reid, right? In the past,
1: so when he was with Philly, you had guys like, like going way back. Now you had like Brian Westbrook, like he didn't seem, he didn't fly off the board at you when you seen him play. But when he was with Andy Reid, he was a stud. And then Lashawn comes in to play in Philly, dominates. And then you know, Andy Reid goes to KC, and then you got Jamal Charles over there, and then Kareem Hunt. So like every running back he has usually excels so if he's that high on Damian Williams Damian Williams could be the real deal so I, I think I think he's one guy in particular that's going to start like he might end up being in the first round by the time he get to your draft
0: and and if he's not going in the first round when it gets to your draft if you do take him in the uh, in the second then that could be that could be the steal of the draft I mean I mean, look what Kareem Hunt did when he got the opportunity. He came out and he lit the world on fire. Of course, he did it against the New England Patriots, which was very bittersweet because I drafted him everywhere that year. But, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we don't even have to bother talking about Kareem Hunt right now because, uh, yeah, he's not going to be that relevant, I don't think. Let's get right into the next round. Next round starts off with Austin Eckler at the 11-1, followed up by Justice Hill, Devin Funches, Emmanuel Sanders, Marquise Goodwin. Edo Smith, Peyton Bobber, uh, Tyrell Williams, Russell Wilson. I almost said Russell Westbrook. All all this crazy NBA free agency. Uh, uh, Nicole Hardman, Devin Singletary, and Jameis Winston. flaming Jameis at 11-12. I like it. Doctor, I respect it. Yeah, I know Jameis is your guy. Um,
1: I kind of like what the doctor did here. uh, Getting two quarterbacks in the last three rounds at this point in the draft. Taking a chance on Kyler and getting Jameis too. So, I mean, you could almost play matchups there. I'm not really sure what his plan was, but that's what I would do if I had those two guys. I like the Eckler pick. I like Eckler. I think he's a pretty damn good running back. Uh, He's a good receiver out of the backfield. He he averages like pretty sure he averages over five yards a rush. So, I mean, he gets it done when uh, he's in for Gordon. So, who knows how long this Gordon saga is going to go on, but I like the Ekla pick. Uh, I took Funchess. I'm not that high on Funchess, but I do think that a big body receiver like him uh, catching passes from Angel Luck could, you know, him fit him. I think he could, you know, have a good season. Uh, I like your Marcus, Marcus Goodwin pick, especially if uh, Garoppolo is back at, at 100%. Uh, he could be a uh, very good, uh, very good uh, value right there. And, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, what what'd you think of this round? Well, I took Goodwin here. I figured that was a, re- a good late-round flyer because we know that Goodwin and Garoppolo had a nice rapport together. The short times that they played together, he made Marquis Goodwin very fantasy-relevant for a little while. So I thought that would be a pretty good late-round pick. Matt took Ido Smith. He also took uh, Devontae Freeman. So that was pretty smart on his part. Um... Yeah, not this this round. I mean, the the Jameis Kyla Murray double quarterback, like you said, I think that could be good for playing matchups if that's what his plan was. But uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. I don't I don't like Eckler. I'm not an Eckler guy. Um, let's just jump right into the next round. Let's fly through these last few, and then we'll break down team by team. Um, okay, so after Jameis, it goes Adam Humphries, Jared Goff, Phillip Rivers, Antonio Callaway. Uh, Oh, man, I'm having I can't really see the name on the twelve five. Who is that? Uh Deshaun, Deshaun Hamilton. Yeah, Deshaun Hamilton. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't really read it. Uh, Paris Campbell, Jimmy G, Devontae Parker, uh, Robert Foster, Marquise Brown, Debo Samuels, and Austin Hoopa. For this uh, for this round, I like the Jimmy G pick. Uh, I
1: think my favorite pick in this round was probably yours with Devontae Parker. I was hoping he was going to make it to me. Um, But, yeah, so that didn't work. You ended up taking him a couple picks before me. So that's why I went with Marquise Brown as just an upside guy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I like the Antonio Callaway pick. He was uh, pretty decent last year. So I know he's dropping down to the third receiver now. So he's not going to see as many targets, but he's capable of making some plays here and there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not, a, that's not bad. I, I took Devondae Parker. I took him as a just another late-round flyer who's been getting some pretty decent hype right now. And, uh, yeah, with the, with the gunslinger, Fitzpatrick over there in Miami. I mean, who knows? Maybe DeBar- uh, Devondae Parker could finally live up to what he was supposed to be. Um, right, Let's get right into the next round here. At the 13-1, we got Josh Allen followed up by Naheem Hines. Lamar Jackson Chris Thomas uh, Chris Thompson sorry uh, Randall Cobb Josh Gordon Matt Breda uh, going for ships I can't say it's Chris I can't their last name is cut out
1: uh, yeah it's kind of cut out of mine too it's a tight end for the Jets though the rookie that's suspended four games
0: okay uh, then followed by Delaney Walker Giovanni Bernard James Washington and Michael Gallup
1: uh, I actually messaged Matt in the chat during the mock draft. He uh, he snagged Gordon on me. I was gonna take Gordon with my next pick, um, but he he beat me to it. Uh, I took Lamar Jackson just because you know, yeah, just for an upside guy. I think if he can learn how to pass the ball at a you know a better accuracy, I think he could be very dangerous in fantasy. Uh, Humphrey is gonna be rolling with Josh Allen as a QB. Well, I don't know. We're going to have to break down the teams after this. Uh, Randall Cobb. I like Randall Cobb. I think he's sneaky this year. Uh, there's reports coming out of Dallas that him and uh, Dak are actually connecting pretty quickly already. So, I mean, if he could be the slot guy in that offense, I, th- I think he could be dangerous this year, especially in PPR. Uh, Matt Burrito, I was higher on last year. But, I mean, with the amount of running backs San Fran has, I'm kind of, you know, staying away from all three of them. Um, James Washington for Pittsburgh is a very – that's a high upside. If Moncrief doesn't work out
0: as the wide receiver two, I'm sure he'll jump right in line. Uh, What do you think? Uh, I like the Josh Gordon pick. Again, if he – well, we're all expecting him to come back from the suspension. We just don't know when. In a mock draft, it looks good having a name like Josh Gordon on there that late in the draft. It definitely makes the roster look more appealing. Um, I took Randall Cobb. At the thirteen five again, I took him because, like you said, him and Dak seem to be on the same page, and Randall Cobb, he's, he's still pretty young. It doesn't feel that way because he, it feels like we've been hearing about this guy for a long time. Uh, he's finally out of Green Bay, so we'll see if he can do something over there in Dallas. Um, Humphrey taking Josh Allen. I'm not that mad at that just because Josh Allen is a really good fantasy quarterback. He's a terrible real-life quarterback. Kind of like a... Uh, Oh, what's his name? It's it's getting a oh, Blake Bortles. It's kind of like a Blake Bortles esque quarterback. Um, you took Lamar Jackson. I know you you mentioned in the uh, in one of the episodes we did that you like him and he has potential this year. Um, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it for that round for me. Let's get right into the the fourteenth and final round. Here. We start off with Kyle Rudolph, Noah Font, Jordan Reed, uh, Duke Johnson, Dak Prescott. Albert Wilson, Rob Gronkowski, Andy Isabella, Mark Andrews, Dion Lewis, Kalen Balaj, and Darwin Thompson. All right, so finish out this last round. What do you think?
1: Uh, we got a Gronk sighting, for one. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, maybe that's just a drafting stash from Matt, or maybe he's just doing it you know, to pay respects to, to the Gronk, because uh, he's also from New England. So, you know, I got respect for the Gronk pick, even if he's retired. Uh, I took Deion Lewis, just, you know, last round, whatever. I feel like he has he had the most value at that point out of all the running backs. Um, I like Dak Prescott a lot this year. I am, I was going to take him over Lamar Jackson, but you know what? It's a mock draft. I, I'm high on Lamar. Um, you know, I, that's where I would take Lamar. Um, Jordan. Uh, uh, no, not mine. Uh, Kyle Rudolph going late. I mean, I know they drafted a tight end over there in Minnesota. But, I mean, Kyle Rodef is always solid, so, I mean, that's pretty decent value. But you, he did take Kelsey also, so, I mean, he probably wouldn't even use him. Uh, yeah, you know, typical last round
0: of a draft. What you got? Yeah, no, again, poor some out for the big homie, Rob Gronkowski. Um, yeah, I mean, Dak Prescott and at the 14-5, I think that was a great value, actually. That's fantastic. Then outside of that, I mean, Jordan Reed, I mean, uh, who knows? Then Kyle Rudolph, he was a gigantic bust last year. I thought that he was going to be really good in that offense. Uh, maybe maybe the new contract will rejuvenate him, I don't know. I took a flyer on Andy Isabella just to see, I mean, who knows what's going to go up that Arizona, uh, Arizona, Arizona wide receiver core. And then, I mean, like you said, typical last round shit. Um, all right, so that's going to do it for the round by round. Now, let's get right into the reason why these people are here. Let's get right into the team breakdown. So we're going to start off with Humphrey, who had the first pick. Now, how we're going to do this is I'm going to run down the team top to bottom. And then I want you to tell me what you think about the overall roster, uh, point out some strengths, point out some weaknesses. And what would you do if you had control of this team? Now, Humphrey had the 1-1. He goes Ezekiel Elliott. T. Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, Alshon Jeffrey, Dante Pettis, Leshawn McCoy, uh, Damian Harris, Charles Hyde, Austin Eckler, Austin Hooper, Josh Allen, and Darwin Thompson. All right, so what do you think about this squad? Well, lots of
1: receivers. Uh, I mean, how I many? I mean, we we took six receivers in a row. I'm a running back guy, so. This is just throwing a red flag at my face if this is my team. It pretty much goes against everything I like doing when I build my team. Uh, I mean, I like T.Y., I like Keenan Allen, I like Tyler Lockett, I like Cooper Cup, I like Dante Pettis, but it's like I don't think you needed that many receivers. You had to kind of balance out your roster more. So, I mean, if this is my team, if somebody dropped this team on my lap and just like, all right, make this a winner, I would be packaging up receivers like crazy to try to get some running backs because Zeke yeah you know that's great but hopefully he doesn't hold out or gets in trouble again I mean Zeke's the guy but I mean you got LaShawn at your RB2 which they got Frank Gore over there now they uh they drafted uh what's his name what can I think of it right now uh Singletary right they drafted Singletary so I mean who knows how L- Lashawn's gonna do over there now that they got some depth at running back behind them? Uh, Austin Hooper as your tight end. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of Humphrey's team, but I mean it's a mock draft. He's trying a strategy. I mean, but I just that strategy is not for me.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, this is the reason why we do mock drafts. So that way we can try some spots. We can try some strategies and just see how the team works. Um, Looking at this team, again, Zeke, great. T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, great one-two. You can flex lock it. But then you just, there's no need to fill out your bench wide receivers before you get your RB2. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Humphrey is going to, I'm sure he already knows that after your death team, that this is a team you'd feel comfortable with. I mean, his, his next running backs after Zeke is McCoy, Harris, Hyde, Eckler, and Darwin Thompson. Like, you can't. You can't start any of those guys with any bit of confidence. So, with a team like this, like I said, you package Lockett and Cup and Shady, and you just try to get a decent RB two, and then uh, just see what you can do from there. Uh, quarterback Josh Allen, good fantasy quarterback. Austin Hooper, I mean, that's, I mean, tight ends or whatever. If you don't really get one of the uh, marquee guys, um, yeah. Overall, I mean, this team obviously has a gigantic hole at RB2. So let's jump over to John Solo's team. John Solo drafted Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown, A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams, Rashad Penny, Latavius Murray, Curtis Samuels, Carlson Wentz, Trey Burton, Justice Hill, Debo Samuels, Nahim Hines, and Kalen Balazs. Uh I like the
1: Barkley pick. I mean, that's number two. It's, pretty much what you're going to get. Uh, Antonio Brown, AJ Green. That's a great duo of receivers. I like the Mike Williams pick. I'm not crazy high on, on but, uh and I'm not crazy high on Rashad Penny. Uh, I like Curtis Samuel. so I like Wentz. Trey Burton, I, I remember he was your guy last year. And if we had this podcast up around last year, people would have been sick of hearing him, just like people are sick of hearing me talk about Jared Cook. The only difference is Jared Cook's going to produce. And Trey But uh yeah, I think John Sella is a solid team. I think RB two, much like Humphrey, I think RB two is his uh his question mark here. But other than that, he's got a solid team.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Antonio Brown, AJ Green, that that's a potentially really good uh wide receiver combo. Uh you could he, with this roster, he's probably gonna flex out Galladay or Mike Williams. And, again, the big weakness with the team is the RB, two. Now, some people like Rashad Penny, but Chris Carson's not going anywhere. Chris Carson is a good running back, and he is a workhorse. Now, Rashad Penny showed flashes when he had the opportunity, but that's Carson's job. Um, Latavius Murray, again, he's usable, I suppose. You're really hoping for a touchdown with him, though, because Alvin Kamara is, is a monster. So, again... With the team like this, you might want to package like a Williams. Maybe I mean, shit. Maybe even package Williams and Galladay, and try to bring in a nice, nice uh, RB two. And then maybe you could get away with. Uh, maybe you can get. Uh, actually, I don't even know. Mm, I don't know. It's not bad, but I mean, Latavius Murray. I wouldn't feel good with Star and Rashad Penny. Not good with Star. And Curtis Samuel's could be a sneaky pick. I mean, there could be. That's a That's a nice little sleeper for Carolina. Trey Burton, like I said, he gave me headaches during the regular season. I like Carson Wentz a lot. So, overall, I'll say it's it's pretty good. It definitely had a great start. I feel like maybe instead of going Mike Williams, with the back-to-back, Galladay and Williams, maybe get a running back instead of those two receivers. Probably should have thrown a running back in there instead. Now, running backs did go... I'm looking ahead. He could have went with like a Philip Lindsay, an Ingram, a Cohen over Mike Williams, or I mean, or Galladay for that matter. So I probably would have skipped out on Mike Williams. I probably would have took a running back there. Okay. Let's break down your team. Well, so, real quick, real quick, before we get to my team.
1: Now you're gonna remember too with the roster breakdown that we did for this particular mock draft, we're starting three receivers. So realistically, if John Selda wanted to, he could start all four of those receivers. You know what I mean? He could have Galladay as his receiver three and flex Mike Williams. Maybe he's just a receiver guy. But, I mean, if that's what he was going for, he could really start all four of them if he wanted to. But, uh, you know, just a just thing to remember, because uh, starting three receivers is a little bit different than starting the two like we're normal,
0: like we used to. That's right. I, 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 I forgot about the three receivers. Set up I mean it's late over here It's 2 in the morning Um, yes, yeah, so he could start All four of those True But then his His His, uh, his wide receiver too Just really leaves room To be desired Alright let, let's get right to yours um, You win Christian McCaffrey Linda Fournette Amari Cooper Sonny Michelle DJ Moore Jared Cook Sammy Watkins uh, Nikhil Harry Dante Foreman, Tom Brady, Devin Funches, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson, and Deion Lewis.
1: Yeah, so uh, I love the three-headed monster at running back I got. Uh, I know Fournette gave me headaches last year along with everybody else who owned him, but I am back on the Fournette train this year. I think Fournette is healthy. He's going to be more involved in the passing game. They got a better quarterback with Nick Foles. So I think Fournette is going to bounce back in a very big way. I think he was kind of embarrassed what what happened to him last season. So I'm back on Fournette. I, I, I like him a lot. So him and my RB2 I'm fine with. And then uh, I would be starting Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, and Sammy Watkins or Nikhil Harry at my receiver. Probably Nikhil Harry just because I have Brady. So I would you know, kind of stack them, see what Harry has to offer. You know Jared Cook. I mean, come on. What more can I say? So, uh, I mean, I I got a solid team. I got some decent depth, I would say, though, to be critical of my own team. I would like a little bit more depth at running back. I mean, if Dante Foreman steps up and he plays as well as I think he can, I'll be okay. But right now, he's an unknown. So, uh, uh, aside of my top three running backs, I'm kind of taking risks here. What do you think about my
0: squad? Yeah, no, I'm, I like it. Really solid uh, three running backs. And then you got Cooper Moore and Watkins as your starting wide receivers, Nikhil Harry. Again, like you said, I think uh, running back depth is a problem. Dante Foreman and Deion Lewis. I mean, not great outside of the three. And wouldn't you have guys like Sonny Michelle, who did get banged up last year, and then Leonard Fournette, who was a big time injury problem last year? Probably should have got a little more depth in there Maybe instead of Nikhil Harry You could have went with uh, another running back But overall Pretty solid, now let's get to Yellow Mike Now Yellow Mike went Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Aaron Jones Kenyon Drake, Calvin Ridley Evan Ingram, Robbie Anderson Miles Sanders, Drew Brees Anthony Miller, Emmanuel Sanders uh, Robert Foster Chris Thompson and Mark Andrews uh, I think Eli might put together a very,
1: very well balanced team. Uh, he has three good running backs in Kamara, Aaron Jones, and Kenny Drake, and he's got three really good receivers in Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, and Robbie Anderson. And then Evan Ingram, if he can stay healthy, is a good tight end. Uh, Drew Brees at quarterback. He's got some good depth at receiver. Um, I like Yellow Mike's
0: team. I think Yellow Mike
1: has one of the better teams in uh, in this draft.
0: Yeah, I like Yellow Mike's team. I mean, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones will see if he can finally get the reins of that backfield. Hopefully with the new uh, with the new schemes coming in, uh, that happens. Because Aaron Jones is definitely way more explosive than that dude, uh, Jamal Williams. Um, Kenny and Drake, again, let's see what he does with Adam Gase out of town. And McKinney Drake, another guy who flashed really high upside we ne- we haven't seen him sustain it, but a lot of that could be because of the coaching, so that's a, that's a nice pick, a really solid flex and then, like you said, Calvin Ridley Robbie Anderson and Mike Evans, that's a really solid three wide receivers Evan Ingram, I mean uh, I mean uh, I'm not really in on Ingram the potential is definitely there, don't get me wrong, then uh Drew Brees is a quarterback. Can't complain. So, again, like you said, this is a really balanced team. I really like what Yellow Mike is doing here. Now let's go to mine. I have David Johnson, Dalvin Cook, Marlon Mack, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, Hunter Henry, Allen Robinson, Ronald Jones, Cam Newton, Dante Moncrief, Marcus Goodwin, Devontae Parker, Randall Cobb, and Andy Isabella. Break it down. Don't go easy on me. Give me your best. Uh, I love the David Johnson pick.
1: He's one of my favorite players this year. Uh, I like Devin Cook, but can he stay healthy? That's a big question mark for me. Uh, Marlon Mack, I know that's your guy. I like Marlon Mack too. I mean, you're going to be flexing him out, so that's pretty damn good. Uh, Rubber Woods, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, that's solid. I feel like uh, if it was my team drafting, I probably would have passed on Devin Cook and maybe took on Mike Evans or Antonio Brown. Uh, just to, you know, get a, a, a superstar at receiver. But, you know, if you're if you're as high on Godwin as you say you are and, and you like Rebel Woods, that's fine. Hunter Henry. I love Hunter Henry this year. Uh, aside of Jared Cook, I love, uh, Henry's like right there for me. Uh, Cam Newton. You kind of snagged him on me. Cam Newton, I think, he's going to have a big, big year. Uh, for my team, if you look at it, I want a Cam because I got McCaffrey and DJ Moore. But I like a double stack there. So, you know. Cam doing his thing, and then you went straight five receivers at the end of this. Uh, that could have been a mistake. Might butt you in the ass eventually because you're lacking running back depth. You only have four running backs on your entire team, and one of them is Ronald Jones. So, And one of them, one of them is definitely getting hurt. One of them is Ron Jones. So your running back depth is a huge issue. Your receiver depth is no problem. I mean, you got how many? friggin, you got seven receivers on your team. So, I don't know. You got a solid team, balanced, well balanced, but uh, you got a question mark at RB2. It's either boom or bust for him. He's either going to get hurt, or he's going to be, you're going to look like a genius. So, that's my take on your team. I think it's pretty solid, but I would have got more depth at running back.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I like my team a lot. Uh, I'm not too worried about Dalvin Cook. I think that he proved towards the end of last year that he, he can get back to his rookie form before he got hurt. So I'm not too worried about Dalvin Cook. And getting him as your RB2 is really good. Getting him as late as I did, I think, is great, especially with being able to flex Marlon Mack. And then I'm high on Robert Woods. I think Robert Woods has the potential to be in a top 12 wide receiver one again this year, as he was last year. And then you guys all know I'm high on Godwin. So Godwin, as a wide receiver two, I'm totally cool with. And this is kind of the strategy I was going for. I wanted to see how my team would look if I went three running backs, and then I got two of the mid-round wide receivers that I'm high on. And I like how it came out. Uh, Allen Robinson as the RB, not the RB, the wide receiver three. I think some people are sleeping on Allen Robinson this year. The dude can still play. Another system with Trubisky. I mean, let's see if they can get it together. Ronald Jones, I mean, that, again, as I mentioned, when we went round by round, that was like an upside pick. Uh, let's see if he can take the job from Peyton Barber. If he can't, then get this dude out of the league next year. We don't need him. He should be able to take that job over. And then the Cam Newton pick, and then, like you said, I went five receivers in a row. And a lot of that was because I was going with the best player available. And at that point in this draft, uh, there wasn't any running backs really left. I mean, I don't like Eckler. I don't like Edo, I don't like Peyton Barber. Not big on Singletary this year. So I just kept on stacking up the positions that I feel like I could have got value, and I feel like I could trade away one of these receivers, especially one of these late-round guys' hits. So I could uh, trade him and try to get some more running back depth. Okay, let's get to Matt's team. Now, Matt's team reads Le'Veon Bell, Odell, Devontae Freeman, David Montgomery, Andrew Luck, Tyler Boyd, Eric Ebron, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Cortland Sutton, Alexander Madison, Ito Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Gordon, and Rob Gronkowski.
1: Uh, I am a fan of Matt's team. I like the bell pick. Like we said earlier, getting Odell where he got him, that's a steal, really. Uh, Devontae Freeman, I like Devontae this year. Uh, him at, getting him as an RB2. That's, that's pretty solid. Uh, Montgomery, I'm not as crazy high on Montgomery as you are, but Montgomery flexed out. I mean, why not? He's, he's a, running, a rookie running back, RB1, so, you know, flex him out. That's fine. Andrew Luck, I mean, he's like one of my all-time favorite fantasy quarterbacks right there. Tyler Boyd, I like Tyler Boyd. Uh, Ebron at tight end. You got Valis scaling as your receiver three, so – He's got a pretty good team, and then he capped it off for me by getting Alexander Madison on you. So I think Matt's got a pretty solid team overall. And then he stole Josh Gordon too. So if Josh Gordon gets reinstated, I mean, he's, he's got some nice uh, receiver depth there too. So.
0: He's got a good team. Yeah, no, I like Matt's team. Uh, I was busting his ball saying that his team would have been great in 2014 <laughs> with, the, with the Odell and Le'Veon and Gronk and Freeman – but, uh, no, for real, he has a good team. I, I like the Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and Montgomery. That's a nice uh, big three. Wide receivers, Odell, Boyd, and uh, valdez Scanling. That's not bad. And if I had to make one knock, I'd say a similar issue with my team would be the the running back depth. I mean, Alexander Madison, that's strictly a handcuff. Ido Smith, that's a handcuff for his uh, Devontae Freeman. So, Outside of outside of those two, I think this team has a similar problem with mine, with the with the running back depth after the big three. But uh, no, all in all, I mean, really solid team. He did surprisingly well for a uh, for a fantasy newbie. So let's get over to more. He's gonna like that one. I'm gonna be hearing from him about that. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over to more. Now more. When Devontae Adams, Damian Williams, George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes, Terry Cohen, James White, Christian Kirk, Corey Davis, Jarek McKinnon, uh, Kiki Cutie, Peyton Barber, Paris Campbell, Matt Breda, and Albert Wilson. So break it down. Uh, Devontae Adams is a sure thing. Damian Williams seems like
1: a sure thing. It's nice getting him where he got him in the second round. Uh, I keep saying I'm not big on George Kittle. Uh, he just doesn't appeal to me, you know. Uh, I just, I don't know, something about him. He doesn't appeal to me. Now, I'm noticing uh, Moore has 49ers in his name, and he has the San Francisco logo. So, that makes sense to me now. Kittle in the third. He's going. He's a homer for that one. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes is a tricky player this year for me because I obviously would love to have him on every team, but I don't love where he's getting drafted. It, like, it cuts too deep into my draft strategy. And I feel like if I take Mahomes where he's going, I'm going to sacrifice a position I don't want to sacrifice. So it's a, Mahomes is a tricky player to draft. But, I mean, if you get him, you automatically have a leg up on a competition. Uh, I like Terry Cohen, but I don't like him as an RB2. And he's got James White. So he essentially has two of the same type of player with James White and Cohen. Uh, Christian Kirk high upside guy Corey Davis has some upside uh, Kiki probably has more upside than both of those guys but I mean so he's got decent depth at uh, receiver it's just uh, I, I don't know I think uh, see I'm not drafting tight ends early so it's just uh, it's it's a good team it's good he's balanced he has a lot of balance I think Mahomes could probably win him a couple games just by himself but um, I don't know
0: what do you think Well, Moore did something that nobody else did. And with his first four picks, he went with four completely different positions with Adams, Williams, Kittle, and Mahomes. He's the only person that did that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, I feel like because he did that, he went quarterback and tight end in the top four. I feel like it hurt him pretty badly because his RB2, like you mentioned, you got James White and Terry Cohen, not confident in either of those two as a uh, as a running back too. Um, then you gotta go to the receivers. I mean this is a three receiver league so that means he's starting Adams which is great and then he has to start Kirk and Corey Davis or Kiki QT. That's uh that's a pretty weak three wide receivers and pretty weak at the three running backs if you would have flexed running back. But you do have George Kittle who who's probably gonna be a top three tight end and Patrick Mahomes who's probably gonna be the QB one. So you can tell the sacrifices he made with this third and fourth pick, and you can see what it did to the rest of his team. So all in all, I'm not a big fan of Moore's team. It could be good if Williams turns out to be uh, the guy over there, which we already kind of touched on that a little bit and how we think that it could be. So if Williams comes out to be a stud, RB1, and you know Adams is probably going to be a top two Uh, wide receiver. And then you're going to have a top two quarterback with a top three tight end. Your your first four picks are all going to be basically top five of their position. But then it's just kind of lacking depth. And that's just the sacrifice you make. I don't recommend going an early tight end with an early quarterback. I'd go one or the other, unless you're really ballsy and you want to try to stack Kelsey with Mahomes. So let's go right over to going for ships now. He went uh, DeAndre Hopkins James Conner, on Johnson Chris Carson uh, Deshaun Watson O.J. Howard Sterling Shepard Marvin Jones D.D. Westbrook Jalen Samuels Tyreek Williams uh, Deshaun Hamilton uh, The tight end for the Jets His name's cut off uh, Then Dak Prescott
1: uh, Going for Ships Got a pretty decent team I, I'm a fan uh, I like the three-headed monster At running back With uh, carry on Johnson And Chris Carson That's pretty solid uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson and DeAndre teamed up. That's damn near as good as you can get. Um, Jalen Shepard and Marvin Jones and DD Westbrook, you know, at that point in the draft, those receivers, I mean, it's they're solid receivers. You can start them. Um, it's a pretty balanced team. The only issue now, though, is that the, uh, I don't know. I, he's got a good team, you know. He's got two tight ends, O.J. Howard. I'm not too big on him because he's got Jameis passing the ball. You know, I've touched him that a few times. But uh, overall, though, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins and Sean Watson combo—that's that's lethal right there. I think he's got a solid team, but he could use a little bit of depth.
0: That's no, it. I like going for Scrooge's team. I love the Hopkins-Watson stack. Like I said, that's probably the—that's I mean—that's probably the best fantasy stack you can get this year. And then you got the three running backs of James Conner, Kerryon Johnson, and Chris Carson. I mean, James Conner, I think, is a locked and loaded RB1. And then Kerryon Johnson and Chris Carson, those are both going to be probably high-end twos. And then I, unlike you, I like O.J. Howard. I'm a believer in Jameis. I'm a believer that that's going to be a pretty high-scoring offense. But I like O.J. Howard. Um, But then, again, we get to the wide receivers, and I'm out on Sterling Shepard. But I do like Marvin Jones. So you can have Sterling Shepard be the three, Jones the two, Hopkins the one. This is a, uh, all in all, this is a, a pretty solid team. I like what Going for Ships did. I love that stack of the Watson and Hopkins. And then you have three really good, three really solid running backs to go with it with Sterling Shepard and Jones. I mean, that kind of leaves a little bit to be desired for the wide receiver two and three, but it's, it's good enough to get by. Let's go to A. Brow's team. Now, he goes Julio Jones, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Julian Edelman, Aaron Rodgers, Darius Geist, David Njoku, Fitzgerald, Adrian Peterson, Deshaun Jackson, Russell Wilson, Antonio Callaway, Delaney Walker, and Duke Johnson. I
1: think uh, A. A. Brow did uh, a good job balancing his team out. I think getting Julio and Edelman, as your receiver one or receiver two is very solid, and then getting Chubb and Derrick Henry as your two top running backs, that's that's also very solid. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, I mean, like like I said in a podcast, you know, when we're breaking down our quarterbacks, I'm not really sold on Aaron Rodgers this year, but still, it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Geis is injury risk, but you got Adrian Peterson also on the team, so that works out. Um, David Njoku is an upside guy. Uh, I, I like this team. Uh, your receiver three is either Lyra Fitzgerald or Sean Jackson. So, I mean, uh, I like the team Abram put together.
0: Uh, you're a little higher on Abram's team than I am. And it's only because, believe it or not, the running backs. I mean, Chubb, Derrick Henry, Chubb and Derrick Henry. I mean, Chubb, he's going to be good, Henry could be good. But just looking at the people that he could have took, instead of Chubb, he could have went James Conner or or uh, Damian Williams or Dalvin Cook or Fournette. I probably would have took all four of those guys over Chubb. Um, but that, then the Geist pick, I didn't like the Geist pick. I feel like that was too early. Um, I like the Rodgers, solid. I love the Julio Edelman, one-two. Those are two high-volume guys. Then your wide receiver three, like you said, probably Deshaun Jackson, could be Fitzgerald, but I mean f- for your flex, I mean you could play uh, Fitzgerald and Deshaun Jackson and just roll with two running backs because you can't flex guys. You just you can't do it. So uh, A. Browns team, you're higher on it than me. I think that there's a lot of question marks with this roster. Could be good. Well, well one thing about A.
1: though you gotta understand is he's a Browns fan so that kind of explains why he took trouble over those guys, but if you remember in the hot takes episode we did, I predicted Nick Chubb to lead the league in Russia. So I think Chubb, I think Chubb is gonna blow up this year. I think he's gonna absolutely blow up. I think he's gonna put up huge numbers. So I can I get why he can take Chubb over Connor and Damian Williams. I can see it, I understand it. Um I might do the same thing, to be honest. And I do like Derrick Henry also, so that's why I'm a little bit higher on his team. But, you know, we don't all like the same people. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no, hey, you, I mean, fantasy football, you got to have fun with this. So if you like a guy, you have to go get your guy. And he's a Browns fan. So Nick Chubb, by all means, take him where you want him. Now let's go over to Benzino. He goes Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Zach Ertz, Josh Jacobs, Jarvis Landry, Lamar Miller, Matt Ryan, Jordan Howard, Geronimo Allison, Cream Hunt, Nicole Hardman, uh, Philip Rivers, Giovanni Bernard, and Jordan Reed. Uh, I love the duel of Michael Thomas and Juju. That's fantastic.
1: Zach Ertz, great, great uh, PPR tight end. Josh Jacobs, though, as a number one running back. I know he's a, a rookie running back. You know, he's supposed to be the starter. You know, he just signed his contract. He's got a lot of upside. But I don't like that as an RB1 uh, especially if you look at Oakland, too. They, they still have Doug Martin. I know he's, you know, washed up, but it's Doug Martin. And they signed Isaiah Crowell. Uh, they still have Jalen Rashad, I believe. So, I mean, they have a, a lot of running backs in Oakland. So, I'm not 100% convinced Josh Jacobs is just going to come in and take every every carry. You know, but, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Jarvis Landry, I like the Landry. So, that's a hell of a three-headed monster at at receiver. Uh, Lamar Miller is solid. Jordan Howard is solid. So, I mean, it, he does have balance. Um, I like the Matt Ryan pick, too. That's value right, right there. Matt Ryan is always slept on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a balanced team. I don't like the Kareem Hunt pick, but I would just – I would be a little nervous about having Josh Jacobs as my running back one.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love the one, too wide receiver like you. I like the Zach Ertz. Uh, definitely a high-volume guy. Um, I'm a little more down on Ertz this year than I was in years prior, just because Deshaun Jackson's coming back, and I think d is going to take some of those targets. Josh Jacobs as a RB1, I don't feel great about it, but I also don't feel terrible about it. But having your RB2B Lamar Miller, that... Uh, I mean, that like I said, it's just, it's kind of boring. Like nobody really likes Lamar Miller and then Jordan Howard. I mean, who knows what that's going to be. Jarvis jury as your uh, wide receiver three. That, that's probably going to be good. But with Odell, we don't really know how good is going to be. It could be, could be doable. It could be un, unusable. We don't know yet. We have to see. Benzino's team overall. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of question marks with it though. Uh, at the front back position for sure. I like the Matt Ryan, so not bad. Ben Zuna did pretty good. Let's go to uh, to go ahead. And he goes: Belvin Gordon, Todd Early, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Philip Lindsay, Baker Mayfield, Daryl Henderson, uh, Henderson, sorry, Vance McDonald, DJ Metcalf, Golden Tate, Devin Singletary, Jared Goff, James Washington, and Noah Fun.
1: All right, so I'm going to say this now. I, in my own opinion, believe go ahead won this draft. In my opinion, I think his team. I mean, Melvin Gordon and Todd Gurley, that's that's a ridiculously good duo running back. Uh, and Lindsey is like the perfect running back you want to flex. You know, what I mean, like Lindsey's gonna give you probably a thousand yards and you know eight eight to ten touchdowns. Hopefully, you know, if he stays healthy. So, uh, I love that. Tyreek Hill is a, a great pick, you know, it, alongside Adam, Adam Thielen. Uh, I'm a Baker Mayfield guy, so I like the Baker Mayfield pick. Uh, getting your Daryl Henderson uh, handcuff was huge. Then you get Vance McDonald, who's an upside tight end. Um, I would say the only weakness I really see that pops out of me is your receiver three. So, you're rolling with Phelan, Hill and then DK Metcalf or Golden Tate. Uh, eh, you know, it, I would like to see a little bit more depth at receiver for that receiver three, especially with Terry Hill going to miss four games. So, uh, the first four weeks probably tough for your yeah, receiver. But overall, I definitely I feel like Go Ahead has the best team in, uh, in this draft.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up because the Tyreek Kill suspension, you're going to be rolling with Adam Thielen, DJ Beck, Cap, and Golden Tate as your three wide receivers, along with a question mark Gurley and a question mark Gordon. Which we should know about Gordon before the season starts, but Gurley, I mean, that's going to be a whole season long annoying thing we're going to have to deal with. So, like you said, the first four weeks could be an absolute nightmare for Go Ahead now. If he can get through that first four weeks with like a two and two record, then this team could be a gigantic problem for everybody. But if he if he struggles really hard, then who knows? Maybe Gurley doesn't get as much burn, and maybe Gordon holds out for a couple games. Then if Go ahead starts off with like a one and three or an zero oh and four, he's gonna have to trade away some of these pieces because it's it's hard to come back from an zero oh and four. Just to make the playoffs, especially when you're with a bunch of uh bunch of knowledgeable fantasy players, it can be tough getting out of a big hole like that. Over, like I said, I really like what Go Ahead did here. Um, if everything plays out with with the best case scenario, then I think he also won the draft because if you get Gordon and Gurley both healthy for 16 games, with Thielen and a Tyree kill get suspended for maybe two games. With the flex in the Lindsay, with the Baker Mayfield and Vance McDonald, he's a serviceable tight end. Then this team could be scary. Now the Metcalf, Golden Tate, I feel like you might be able to you might be able to get some decent production out of Golden Tate. Metcalf is a question mark, but you might be able to pick somebody up on the waiver wire. Just a decent wide receiver, and then this team could be great. Now let's go over to the doctor. Let's see if the doctor operated. Now. He goes, Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Cooks, Mark Ingram, Tevin Coleman, Will Fuller, Royce Freeman, Kyler Murray, Justin Jackson, Jameis Winston, Adam Humphreys, Michael Gallup, and Kyle Rudolph.
1: Um, Alright, so the doctor, I like the Joe Mixon pick. Um, again, like I keep saying, like, I'm not a tight end guy where I'm gonna draft him this early, so when I look at his team, yeah, Kelsey's great, but... It's just – I feel like if you take a quarterback or a tight end this early, it kind of hurts with your, your your team. So, I do like Kelsey, but your RB2, Ingram, I do like Ingram a lot. But, I mean, in all these drafts I've been doing, Ingram's been like my flex. So, you're probably going to roll with Tevin Coleman as your flex. Uh, I'm not mad at the trio of receivers with Diggs, Brandon Cooks, and Will Fuller. I like Will Fuller as a receiver three. That, that could really – turn out great. Um but there actually is some depth at running back though. You, you got Royce Frame in there too. Uh, I like the Kyler Murray pick. He's high upside. Um yeah I mean the doctor he's a solid team but uh I don't know I, I, I just the tight end
0: thing. It, I can't
1: I can't see tight ends going that early.
0: No, it just bothers me. I think forgetting for having the last pick, I think the doctor did a pretty good job. I mean, Joe Mixon. I mean, that's that's a RB one lock for me. Travis Kelsey. He's going to be the tight end one lock for me. I know you're more you're more high on Jared Cook, but Travis Kelsey is pretty decent. Now, the the wide receivers with Digs and Cooks. I really like those two. Cooks is kind of boomer busty, but he's not bad. Uh, RB two Ingram, then possibly flexing Tevin Coleman. The, the 49ers backfield is such a shit show right now. I feel like we, we, we nobody knows right now who it's going to be or if there's even going to be a guy. So that is a question mark we'll have to see. I think Mark Ingram is a pretty safe RB2. Should be safe as long as Baltimore doesn't fuck it up. Mark Ingram's definitely the most talented by a long shot in that backfield. The Will Fuller thing, I mean, you, you have to play him as your wide receiver three. He... Is notorious for being Injury prone now if Now I'd never say that about a player like You can't worry about If if the player is not hurt on draft Day you can't Like you can't shy away from him Because you can't predict injuries But if Will Fuller has any Kind of lingering injury coming In maybe he tweaks something in camp If he goes down For this team you're looking at Starting Adam Humphrey's for a Michael Gallup as your wide receiver three, which would be absolutely devastating. Like little kids would be crying all across the world if that happened. So all in all, I think the doctor's team is is definitely solid. He definitely did a really good job out of the 12th spot. So much respect to the doctor. All right. So that is going to do it for our community mock draft breakdown. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, me and AJ, we really enjoy doing the mock jazz with you guys. You guys are really informative fantasy players. You guys know what you're doing. That's what we're going for with this community. We want, we want to get a bunch of knowledgeable people in here. We can do some brainstorming. we come up with some new show ideas. Uh, really good people in this group. Again, if you guys want in on this group, make sure you guys are searching up Fantasy Football Champs Podcast on the Facebook group, uh, Twitter, at champs underscore podcast, Instagram, fantasy underscore champs. Uh, five-star review if you want an entry into an autographed Saquon Barkley jersey. Is there anything you want to tell these guys before we get off?
1: Uh, just again, we appreciate all the uh, support, uh, all the listens you guys give us. Uh, these mock drafts with the community are a lot of fun. I was uh, talking to Mark earlier. I mean, we, we could, we might just, do one on Sunday. We might do one this upcoming weekend again. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, good. it's a good time. I definitely enjoy doing it with all you guys.
0: All right, so that is going to do it for today's episode. I am Mark. That is AJ. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.